welcome to Honest Money, your best guide to financial freedom. I'm Warren Ingram, the author of a few best-selling books, and I'm also an award-winning financial planner, and I've helped thousands of people on their journey to financial freedom. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I am here to share my experience and the best ideas that I've learned, and I hope these ideas help you on your journey to financial freedom. Honest Money is proudly sponsored by Outsurance. Saving on your car insurance can start by SMSing CAR to 30165. If Outsurance can't beat your current premium, you can ask them to give you 500 Rand. And if you've been claim free and with the same insurer for three years or more, ask them for 1,500 Rand. Whether it's a saving or possible cash in your pocket, you always get something out. And that's the honest truth. Outsurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's and C's apply. 50 cents per SMS. Hi, Warren. Uh, what advice would you give to somebody who has been in debt review for quite a while and then they subsequently get uh, retrenched and then four months later, you know, they, they find employment again? Um, uh, is it okay for them to access the provident and uh, pension funds to clear all of those debts? You know, debts like uh, house, uh, car and, and consumer debts. Is that, is that, is that okay? Thanks. That's a really uh, hectic situation you've been in, and I'm I'm really glad that uh, you know that you've gone from debt review to unemployment and back into into a job again. It must be a really tough time for you. And I think that you know that temptation to do something uh, with your money to try and get yourself free of debt is 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 a valid temptation. It's something that you should really consider. Uh, my my concern is that when you access your retirement funds, it's going to cost you a lot of money in tax. Uh, because you're going to pay tax on 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 the withdrawals that you take out of your retirement funds, and that's money that you never get back. You know that that that's lost growth, um, almost like a big penalty that you're paying, and and it's money that will just go go down the drain. So I'm not saying don't do it, but but I think you need to think about it really carefully. And and my view is, if you've got enough gap between what you earn on a monthly basis and what your expenses are try and use that gap to try and save more and more and more and try not to actually uh, um, access your retirement funds if, if you can help it. But if you're in a position where, for example, you've got credit card debt or, um, or overdrafts or personal loans and, and they're sinking you, then to access your retirement funds to cover that money uh, does make sense. But I wouldn't, for example, uh, you know, access my retirement fund to pay off my mortgage unless it's my absolute last resort and I, and I just don't have enough mon- money on a monthly basis. I think you've got to treat your retirement funds as as like a real gold for for your long term savings and and try and use the the day to day income that you earn to cover your debts as much as possible. Hi Warren, um, I am a young professional, um, still just doing my last degree, um, so I don't have much uh, much money coming in. But at the moment with lockdown, I am looking forward to not just saving a lot of money, but also. Um, uh, to start investing. Now, it, the, the plan was to start investing this year anyway, but then the lockdown happened. And I was just wondering if you might have any particular insights or precautions you could give to uh, young and um, inexperienced investors, particularly during this time. Um, yeah, thank you. Well, young professional, I think that's a, a great position to be in. You know, you're, you're starting your life off on, on, on definitely on the right footing from a financial point of view. 
So, so I think my, my advice to, to you when you start this whole journey is, is to remember that there are three steps to financial freedom. And I think, you know, f- for you, that's my suggestion is, is follow those three steps. Uh, it doesn't mean that you're planning for retirement or that you want to stop working you know, before you've even started. It's just about making sure that you, that you start off on the right foot and that you start off in the right direction. And financial freedom to me, uh, the, the three steps are step one, that you, that you make sure that you are debt free. And that, that means make sure you've got no card debts, no store debts, no credit card debt, no personal loans, etc. So if you're in a position already where you haven't got that debt, well done. You know, that, that is a huge step forward. A lot of people really struggle to, to stay out of debt uh, over their careers. So, so if you can do that right from day one, you're doing really well. Uh, step two is, is once you're debt free, that you build up an emergency fund. And an emergency fund is, is to cover unforeseen expenses. So it's not the holiday fund or the, the, the car deposit fund or the house deposit fund. It's to protect you against the unforeseen events. And, and you know, lockdown provides a great example of that where people lose their job uh, over something that they just had no control over that started you know, on the other side of the world. And so an emergency fund, I think, is, is between three to six months worth of your expenses. So if you spend 5,000 Rand a month, that means you need somewhere between 15 to 60,000 Rand uh, to, to set aside. And that should be invested in a money market uh, account or a money market unit trust or in a fixed deposit at your bank or something that you can access at short notice without penalties. Uh, and I think it's a really important uh, part of financial planning so that you know if something goes wrong, you don't suddenly get put into debt at the worst possible time. And I think, uh, you know, if you don't have a lot of financial resources and a lot of, uh, you know, emergency funds to call on, then perhaps consider moving your emergency fund from three months expenses to six month expenses, especially in the early days. And then your last step is to start building up your investment portfolio. And one day that investment portfolio must generate enough income so that it covers your expenses on a monthly basis. And when you achieve that point, that's when you get to financial freedom. So, so at the start, you know, if you, if you are debt-free, get your emergency fund. Once you've built up your three to six months worth of expenses, then you can start investing. And, and to me, I think I would do it quite simply. You know, I'd, I'd start a tax-free savings account uh, and, and look at something like the, the, you know, an, ex- an exchange-traded fund that invests in the World Index. You know, there, there are lots of those. Or uh, you know, split it equally between the World Index and the, the South African Stock Market Index as well. Uh, and, you know, and I think that that's always a good starting point for, for when you get going. And, and then, you know, listen to the podcast. We've got lots of advice and tips around, around investing over the long term. But what I would say is keep it simple. Don't uh, try and be too complicated. Don't pay upfront fees uh, you know, you know, on investments and, and stay out of debt if at all possible. You know, the, the only debt you should really be, be comfortable to take in the early part of your career is possibly if you need to buy a car. But then, you know, try and uh, build up a huge deposit somewhere around half the value of the car if you have to finance the car and then try and pay off that car over three years. Um, and then one day, you know, when you finally find the house that you want to live in, and, and, and I mean, you know, th- that you're going to spend eight or 10 years living in, then, then that's the other thing that you can do is, is build up the deposit for the house. But for the rest, avoid overdrafts, avoid personal loans, avoid store card debt, try and pay cash for everything uh, and, and be really disciplined if you've got a credit card to make sure that you paid off every single month uh, so that you don't ever pay the bank's interest, but rather that you earn interest and get growth on your investments. And best of luck. I wish you all the best on your journey. Hi, Warren. You are always referring to 15% of our gross salary of that we should aim to invest toward retirement. Does this exclude the contribution we make to our company pension fund 
because as employees at my workplace we contribute nine percent and employer contribution is 18 percent so should i strive towards saving an additional six percent to make up for the 15 percent for my side or should i still strive to invest the full 15 percent over and above the 27 percent that already go to my company retirement fund i look forward to hearing your response thank you Wow, that's an incredible uh, saving from from both yourself and your employer. They've, I must say, there are very few companies that will that will contribute eighteen percent, uh, and and then you know where, where you then addition additionally contribute another nine. So so that's a brilliant uh, a brilliant savings rate and, and well done, uh, absolutely brilliant there. So so I think the answer is if you if you're happy to to work um, and plan to work until your age sixty five. Then, then you can keep going with the, the contributions that you've got now, and you don't need to do a top up uh, in in addition to that. I think that's a is a very good saving uh, savings rate. If you want to retire earlier than that, or um, you're worried, for example, that you might not be able to stay in the same company, getting the same benefits for for the rest of your career, then, then it's a different story, and you might want to continue saving more. You know, I think one of the things you must know is when you ask a financial planner. Can I save more? The financial planner is always going to tell you that it's a good idea to save more. And I think there are a couple of reasons for that. And, you know, if we, if we talk about what happened to the world and, and every employee around the world when, when lockdown happened, lots of people lost their jobs. And so the, the, the people that had more money saved um, were, were in a better position than those that had less. And so I guess that's my first big, uh, big point. And then the second point is uh, I always want to be careful of having too much of my money locked into just retirement funds. You know, I think a retirement fund is a great idea. There's you know, absolutely very good saving and, and great planning for, from a tax perspective and all of those things. But in addition to that, I always want extra money saved as well. And, and the reason for that is it's hard to draw lump sums out of your retirement funds once you've retired already. You know, in fact, it's close to impossible. And, and so if you need money to buy a replacement car every 10 years or something like that, or you want a bit of extra money to go on a holiday or, or anything like that, uh, your retirement funds are a great way to access that money, and so for me, you know, I would say that uh, that to do the contributions that you're doing to your retirement funds are great if you can and you've got the scope in your budget to save a bit more and do, put that into exchange traded funds or into unit trusts. I definitely would do that as well because I think the the more you save, the more um, other money you have outside of retirement funds that, that you can access in an emergency or or for unplanned expenses, the the better. So. So I think, you know, keep going. It's, it's a great savings rate. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to give you the wrong impression that you're doing a bad job. I think you're doing a great job. Uh, and, and you should be really comfortable that your employer is deducting such a big amount for your retirement savings as well. But I think save more, have more flexibility. And then later in life, you can say, OK, cool, I'm, I'm happy to spend a bit more or um, I'm happy to save a bit less because I've got a really nice big lump sum uh, that I've accumulated over my career. So it's all about choice. You know, if you want the financial freedom earlier, save more. If you're happy to, to work longer and, and be forced to work longer because you wanted to save a bit less, then that's also a choice that you're making. But, but well done. I, mean, I think that's a great savings rate and, and really keep it up. Thank you for listening to Honest Money. If you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Warren Ingram. Don't forget to subscribe. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Chat soon. Honest Money is proudly sponsored by Outsurance. Saving on your car insurance can start by SMSing CAR to 30165. If Outsurance can't beat your current premium, you can ask them to give you 500 Rand. And if you've been claim free and with the same insurer for three years or more, 
ask them for 1,500 Rand. Whether it's a saving or possible cash in your pocket, you always get something out. And that's the honest truth. Outsurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's and C's apply. 50 cents per SMS.